Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. The show streams live Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time on YouTube and Twitch. Tune in then for your chance to share your tale or your theories. The number is 1-833-703-0424. The Cosmic Channels are open. Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Please call 1-833-703-0424. And your pizza will be delivered 30 (laughs) minutes or less. The regular order of introduction this time around. That's Braden. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. (laughs) I'm Dan. I always forget which way we do those things. And I'm Andrew. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's just like our other show. Took us 50 episodes to get the intro down. Yeah, no problem. 50? Still, still, still workshopping it. Still, yeah. Still, still trying stuff out. All right. One of these. Whoops. You guys hear me? Is this thing working? Yeah, yep. we can. Yeah, we can totally uh, hear you. Okay, good. good. You're yeah, lines are open. Lines Call one eight three three seven zero three zero four two four. We want to hear from you. Your cryptid stories, your UFO stories, uh, creepy encounters, or you just got a theory on a conspiracy theory. We'll field all calls. No holds barred. Bring them. Well, I mean, there's a couple holds, little bar, but we'll if if you say if you <laughs> no say one the holds. If you say one of the holds, we'll, we'll bar it right away. No, until someone calls, what's good? How's everybody's weekend? Whatever. Good. Just busy setting up the, finishing the tweaks on my uh, little studio room here at Mr. Conspiracy's house. You got your own little closet set up there? Or? Yeah, little room closet. Decent. Basically. It's not bad. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Drank eight. I ended up drinking eight beers last night after playing Phasmophobia. Wow, that's a lot. That a guy. This kind of caught fuck, up with that me. That game is scary. That game is scary as fuck. We got Andrew on Phasmophobia last night. He got so scared he nice. left the game. <laughs> Shut it he down. He rage quit before the ghost. Shut came. it down. <laughs> fuck that. He's like, I'm out. Leave game. Yeah. Braden was bullying me. Even though you know what, I realized it wasn't you that was closing the door. I think when the ghost comes, you can't open the door. That's no, why the front door. You I wasn't can't. doing it. Yeah, but you kept saying the dude's name. I was like, this is fucked. I'm I did. Here. Yeah. Yeah, Bastard. I did do that. Man, I'm pretty sure I have a concussion right now. From what? Like 90% sure. It's horrible. Right oh. before the podcast, I was going to the bathroom, standing up, taking a pee, and I was I started playing Pokemon for my for my kid, like the old cartoon show, started the Indi- Indigo it. League. Oh, okay, yeah, I get you, yeah. So I'm, so I'm in the bathroom and, you know, doing my business, and... I'm singing the theme song because it's sucking my head. And I'm like, in a world we must defend. And I'm like banging the wall while I'm singing it. And there's like a shelf right above the toilet. <laughs> and Jessica's ceramic fucking elephant comes from the top shelf straight onto my dome, right down into the toilet. Nice. So not only did I get smashed in the head, but I had to pick piss covered <laughs> fucking elephant pieces out of the toilet. It smashed on your head? Smashed on my head and fell into the, the rest of it fell in the toilet. It was wow. awesome. You cut you? No, no. I got a nice gooser, though. Nice lump. Yeah. It's, I, when's the last time you got hit in the head like that, man? Like, fuck, that, it sucks. It's been a while since um, I took one off the dome. I did that. Um, 
I have a little shelf and sometimes I leave the cabinet doors open, sitting down and went to stand up and caught it directly center of my head, full oh. force, like as hard as you could possibly be standing up. That was me. Instant, oh. I was on the ground, like. So you stood up with a purpose, eh? You are like, oh, well, yeah, gotta go. Like, yeah. fucking, yeah. Uh, my legs were getting numb. I was like, I gotta get up. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's and not just good. dummied myself. No, I, it was brutal. I remember being a kid and just dumbing yourself and being like, well, it's the way she goes and just keep continuing about your business. Got hit in the head and I had to like sit down for 20 minutes. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you got a story, call in. Uh, two five zero or one eight three three seven zero three zero four two four. We want to hear from you guys. I mean, we've we've the four of us talk all the time. Talk enough. I mean, we just did this last night. Feels yeah. like it's just a continuation of that. No, <laughs> oh, call in. It's a call in show. The show doesn't work without your calls. Where's Cody Dixon when we need him? <laughs> <laughs> Someone get us on a topic. What? A, even send us a to- call. Call in and give us a topic that you want us to discuss. And uh, we'll give it a whirl. Something's something's not right. Something's I don't think we're getting right. Did we post anything today? But uh-huh. yeah. I shared some stuff from the from the Ch- Cosmic Channels webpage or Facebook page. Whatever. Ah, uh, this this happens time to time. I mean, you can't. Uh, we've had a couple other um, slow ones. Yeah, they start off. They start something, off a little slow. People. Uh, something's up with the. Well, floor that's like when we do pyramids. It started slow, but then the fucking floodgates opened. Yeah. Did you, um, Zell, did you post the link in Discord? No, I didn't post the link because it's a live, it's a multi-stream. So it just goes uh, live. Okay. Goes everywhere. But I think we're actually having a, we're having a problem. That's what's happening here. Uh-oh. Thumbs up with the forward to Skype number. <laughs> no, it's a Zell problem. Yeah, it's a Zell problem. This can be fixed though. This can be fixed on the fly, I think. All right, we're back in business. If you've been trying to call through... It should be working. First come, first serve. Go. First come, go. And dial. Dial, dial, dial. So we're waiting to get Boulder's Gate then, I take it. I'm I'm, you guys can play. Like, yeah, I you can it. get it. It's, I have if it. you I'm buy it, it now, like, you'll still have it when it comes out to full, when it goes full, full release. Release. Yeah. Okay, cool. But I'm, I'm just, down. I'm waiting to play. I'll play that. And then I still think we should play Left 4 Dead. That game's the fucking best. All right, first caller. I'm going to bring him in here. Oh. They they hung up on me. <gasps> oh, someone else calling right back. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Is this is this who I think it is? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Welcome what's up, Mister Dixon? How's it, how's I was going, laughing brother? at Braden's. I was laughing at Braden's comment there. I was, as soon as he said it, I started laughing. I was like, I guess that's my cue, so I called in. <laughs> All right, man. Shoot us off with a quick story. 13 for 13. Uh, hmm, I don't really have much stories, really. Uh, I guess the the night I called you and I was talking about how, like, my ex has a, like, ghost or something walking around her house. Right. That night, that night there was a big, like, like it was raining. Like, it was uh, there was ice rain all day. And then, uh, actually, shortly after I got off the call with you, I was laying on the couch and watching TV. And all of a sudden, there was like, I don't know if it was a giant gust of wind or what, but there was like a giant cracking sound outside. And I looked and there's nothing there. Like it sounded like something like leaned against the building or like ran into the building or something. 
And I looked outside, I didn't see anything. And then the next morning we got up and there was ice shards all over the yard, but only her yard, nowhere else. And like, it's a big complex. We looked all around. There's nowhere else there was, there was ice shards. That was really weird. So have you caused any beef with any ice giants or anything like that? <laughs> yeah. Not as far as I know. Not I'm usually pretty nice to them. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, so all the ground was bare except that yard was covered in ice? Yeah, like like ice shards. It was really weird. This is a... I don't know. It was like his, dark like arts Her yard was covered in ice. Yeah, hmm. it was messed up. What's the theory on that? Um, the Some ice ghost is really pissed off at us for some reason. I have no idea. Hey man, we learned that in phasmophobia. The temperature, everything drops to freezing. It's true. It gets around. real cold real quick. See your breath. This guy, this guy plays 20 minutes of phasmophobia. Now he's a ghost expert. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it is, man. Wow. I know these things. I wow. know don't go inside. That's it. <laughs> awesome, I actually man. watched a very interesting documentary like uh, UFOs and stuff like that. And it had like a lot of Travis Walton's story in there. I know you did a case file on him a while ago. Oh, yeah. We, we met him personally, really too. Yeah. That's uh, Brayden's best friend. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Limp wrist, Travis <laughs> Walton. Brayden's BFFs with, uh, what is it? Patterson Bob, Gimlin. Bob Gimlin. Bob Gimlin. Bob Gimlin and uh, <laughs> Travis Walton. Regular correspondence oh. with Brayden. <laughs> good that's, shit. That's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> All right, Cody. Hey, thanks for breaking the show out again. Well, uh, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. If not, we'll talk to you soon. We're gonna move on to the next call. Thirteen caller. for thirteen. Yeah. For sure, thanks, brother. <laughs> for sure, guys. Have a good night. You too. Bye. You too, man. Bye. Lining up now. Okay, got another caller. Here we go. Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Oh, hey guys. Hello. Hey. Um. Hi. Sorry. I'm like a huge fan of you guys. Um. So I kind of wanted to talk about some shadow person experiences I've had. Sure. First. Yeah. Uh, first. What's What's your name? What's your name? Give us a fake name if you don't want your give your real name. And where are you from? Okay. So a fake name. Um. We can say it's Fiona. Fiona. Um, Gaelic for Shannon. Okay. Um. So. Um, I don't want to say where I'm from because no then people might actually know who I am. No this worries. is not a common name. Um, but I am from the Midwest. Um, so I've had some like super weird shadow person experiences. Um, I never had them when I was younger. Um, it didn't, the first experience I had, so there's like three. And then I have like a question for Andrew because ever since like these three, I've just, and having like weird things happen in my dream. So anyway, so um, the first shadow person experience I had was um, like in 2017 and I was taking a nap during the daytime and I woke up and it was like my first time experiencing shit, um, sleep paralysis. So, you know, when you wake up and you're in the room and you think you're awake right? and this dark mist and I can't really, it's hard to like put like an actual thing on it. The best way to describe it is like, it almost looked like the Cheshire cat from Alice in Wonderland that missed in that face, but it was the most like ominous face I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, and then it 
came from the left to the right, and then it choked me. So I didn't wake up until I suffocated. So (laughs) that that was my first shadow person experience, I guess. I don't know if that's a shadow person or demon or what. It's freaky as um, So that was yeah, the first that's one. Wait, let's just, can we just pause um, there for a second? Because you said it actually physically choked you. In my dream, I couldn't breathe. So the mist like came over me. I was gasping for air. I'm like screaming in my head, you know, for like somebody to come help me. And I'm like screaming at it, but um, I didn't. And I didn't wake up until I was like I suffocated, like I died in my dream. Oh, shit. Um, So then I, like, wake up, and you know, you know, like, you're just sitting there, and you're like, what the hell just happened to me? Um, So that was, like, the first one. And I've had, like, other instances since then. Um, But this other one, which I think I, like, interacted with an interdimensional being. So I was sleeping in my apartment, and I have a dog, and that, like, comes into play later. So I, I was having some other like shadow person experiences like related to that first one. So I was tired of it. So every night I would go to sleep and I would, I would like tell myself, you're going to like stand up to this thing. Like you're going to tell it to go away. Like you're not going to be scared of it anymore. So I give myself this pep talk before I went to sleep and in my apartment, you know how like some apartments have that half bathroom in like the, like in the master bedroom. Yep. So I always slept with that door cracked and a light on because I'm scared of the dark for obvious reasons. Um, And in, I woke up, it was sleep paralysis again. Um, I woke up in my dream and there was a figure of a man standing in my bathroom. But what was different about this experience compared to the others was the energy, the energy of this figure wasn't scary to me. It was almost like it was disoriented, like it was scared. So in my dream, I started yelling. I was like, get the blank out of here. Like, you don't scare me. And in my dream, I'm like throwing pillows at it. My dog is barking, like going insane, you know, and like the thing just like panicked and like, just like disappeared in my bathroom. So then I wake up. My dog is sleeping next to me. Like nothing happened. Nothing's thrown across the room. And you know, it's like, again, like that experience where you think you're awake. Right. Um, and then, so this last shadow person experience was like super, this one was like the worst. So, um, I, was sleeping in my bed and I always sleep with the door shut but this night I had the door open and I could kind of like see down the hallway with how my um, bed was positioned so it's kind of like an eerie like you can see down the hallway when you're laying down and um, in my dream I'm laying there I'm sleeping and I you know wake up but I'm not actually awake and I see this, I don't even know, man. It it was scary as hell. Um, it was like this tall, lanky, 
black figure. It had like that same evil face as the first one. Oh, like that. It had like the big long smile. fingers. Yeah, but it, it it wasn't the smiling man. I I've grinning, you know because I I've, yeah. I've like or the grinning man. Yeah, it wasn't because it 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 had like um animal characteristics to it. You what, know, what I kind? don't I don't know if the grinning man. Um, like more like cat like. Like it had. I mean, is that like paws? the grinning man? It it yeah it had like elongated fingers, and it, it so it's like coming down the hallway at me, and my boyfriend's laying in the bed next to me, and this thing comes into the room, and I just started saying his name, and I just started telling run, 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 and I started yelling it you need to run, and the thing like came and it just like. Some like it just like reached into my stomach and I was screaming and he woke me up. He was like, What the hell is going on? Jesus. So that was like the <clears throat> scariest one I've had. Um and then so have, have not, you I had, don't wanna Sorry, I was just gonna ask because do you have any no, okay. physical I know it's it's in a dream and you're like paralyzed like sleep paralysis, but there was no physical it wasn't like a Freddy Krueger situation where what happens in your dream take, comes with you? No, like, well, I, I, I don't she's think still so. Alive, so um, because that. Well, I was thinking more, I was thinking more like along the yeah. bruises, <laughs> bruises or scratches. We also have a question from a listener on Twitch, Tori3033 asks, okay. wants to know if all your experiences are in the same location or are they in different places? Um, so that's like the weird thing. Every one of them has been in a different location. Oh, see. So, yeah, and I mean, like, was I thinking will... haunted house. Ooh. No, no, I, I, so it's worse though because it's attached to you. So I think, yeah. No, but like I don't know, guys, because it like comes and goes, right? You know, like I. So I this is this is the question I had for Andrew because you know he's like or his friend of a friend of his, so he can pass it on. Gotcha. Um, So since I had that last experience, um, you know, like I'll occasionally go into like you know, I'll kind of go back into like that same, it's almost like I'm having an adventure dream and then I can feel something evil in that dream. So, you know, like I've been giving myself that pep talk where I'm like, I'm not scared of you. Like, I'm like, you're getting out of here. And I will like have like a seizure in my dream. Like it will feel like my body's seizing, but I wake up and I'm totally fine. So I don't know if like Andrew's ever heard of that or has any insight on it, but that's just really weird, man. So I, mean, I don't know. Like people have had like psychosomatic seizures and stuff like that, or stress stress induced seizures, but it's it's weird. Like so, you don't wake up, or your boyfriend hasn't seen you like seizing while you're sleeping. No, because I like I told him, you know, after like the first or second time it happened, I'm like, listen, like. You need to kind of be paying attention to me because this is what's been happening when I'm sleeping. And I don't know if I'm doing it in real life or not, you know, but he's, he says like, I'll always ask him after it happens. And he says, no, it's like, you're just laying there fine. So. I mean, I'll be honest yeah, with you. Like, I, I don't from know. This description of this fucking creature, whatever it is. Like 
I've seen the the commercials for the Cats remake, the CGI Cats <laughs> remake, and all those motherfuckers are scary as hell. It's true. So if this dude is all <laughs> tall, black, and scary, looking like he's from Cats, like that's that's horrifying. That would probably give me a seizure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. No. And it's yeah. It's just it's it's super weird, guys. But I I had to share it with you because no, we appreciate. I'm it. like I have oh, to. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. And I would and, go to a sleep yeah, clinic and, and, for sure. Okay. Yeah, because I I, would go I get like my I was doing monitor. research on it. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, it was kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um, you know, but it seems to, like, it comes and goes. <laughs> yeah, smudging. Smudging <laughs> Smudging. Whatever it takes. I mean, that's terrifying. Don't worry, Brayden. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you know, I do that whenever I go into a new place. So that's normal. That's already Smart. part of my routine. I think it's just, I don't know. I, I personally feel like after, like, that second experience where I had... Um, you know, that disoriented, like, shadow figure, I almost feel like they are, like, interdimensional things. Like, you know, when you're sleeping, like, you do go to, not all the time, but maybe sometimes, like, you do cross paths with creatures that aren't necessarily from this world. And, you know, that's what I'm hoping it is. That's what I... <laughs> you close your eyes, you, you, know, you I, remove that's yourself. That's what I told myself. You remove yourself from, like, this consciousness by yeah. going to sleep and then, like... I mean, it's hard to prove mm-hmm. anything, but like when you're in your, like you, it feels like sometimes you go to a different dimension in dreams, right? It just feels so real, but you wake up and it wasn't like, it's super weird, but that's a, that seems like a very terrifying yeah. different dimension. If that's what's happening to you. Anyways, hey man, I've, yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't watch very many horror movies, but it kind of reminded me of insidious a little bit. So. Ooh, terrifying. Um, yeah, but. All right. Hey, we're, yeah. we're thanks yeah, for the story. Well, if if this if this happens yeah. to you again, make sure to call back and let us know if it uh, keeps happening. But yeah, give us updates. Awesome. Thanks, guys. You're awesome. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye. Have a good night. Oh, so Ooh, terrifying. Those are some man. terrifying shadow horrifying. people. <sighs> nope. Hard nope from us. I was gonna say the same thing though. If if it's on the same spot, it's got to be a haunted house, but. But different locations, man, that's that's something with you. Well, exactly. Like what what are, are attracting these things to her? Like that's oh, I should have I should have asked um when she had these experiences and relative to the time that she had moved into these new places. And she said it she had it uh and each was in a different location similar experiences the thing is it's like they've done research where it's like when you move into a new place or you stay within a new place i'm not sure how long it takes but they're saying that there's a certain period of time where your brain is not it's prone not to sleep as well like half of your half of your brain actually stays awake it's kind of while awake, keeping awareness in a new place right it's yeah it's probably some you know the but my theory is it's probably just it's it's a type of holdover from you know human evolution you know sleeping somewhere where there's hunters or you know well, potentially or stuff could eat you yeah. you're in a state of hypervigilance basically right so yeah. you're so on top of that if you layer on you know even probably just like the regular stress of like every day that could probably trigger these type of nightmare episodes or sleep paralysis. I know I, you know, I personally have experienced sleep paralysis numerous times and like, uh, I've had the feeling of something 
reaching out, you know, to like, you can't turn your head or you feel like it's right in the corner of your eye and you can like see something, almost the shape of something like trying to reach out towards you. And it's like, what? but, you know, as I've come to understand it, you know, now I can deal with it. It's not like something like when it does happen, you know, it's every time it's kill bill, it's like wiggle your big toe. Like it's and then so weird because like fixes I've it. moved tons, never ever had an experience like that ever, never. I've like I used to I got that when I was living in Vancouver for work. I couldn't sleep at all, and I assumed that was some type of hyper vigilance. But I've never had any experiences like that. Knocking on wood, not yet. Now that you have phasmophobia on your brain, though, next time you have a bad nah. sleep. That shit. I didn't even think about that last night when I passed out. Yeah, yeah right. Because because you did eight. Swear. You probably did ten sprays immediately after playing, and then just knocked yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna do fifteen after the next time I play. <laughs> I don't want to remember a fucking thing. That's why I'm like, oh yeah, it was a blast. I don't remember anything. What happened? It's because there was that. What you open last night for the liquor? Ciroc. Oh, Ciroc. Ciroc. Yeah. Like Diddy. Peach flavored Ciroc. Fucking. All it up hard. Mm. A couple good Party stories like tonight. A gangster. Some people ask if you, there's no we we recommend just like one call a, a night, but if you want to call back back to back weeks, that's totally fine. So if yeah, concealed evil, feel free. All right, another caller. Let's bring him on the line. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey guys, it's me again. I know I just called earlier, but oh. the the lady that just called you actually reminded me of something. Okay, mate, let's let's keep this one short, but no problem. Okay, for sure. Um, it just reminded me of one time, and this happened actually a few times with different dreams, but the the one that I remember the most, I, I was on some table, and I was getting like brain surgery for some odd reason. I don't know why, but they had in in my dream they had like the back of my head, the back of my skull off, and they were pressing my brain with like a probe, and when they did that. For some reason, my whole body tensed up and I woke up and I still felt like super tense. Like I was kind of, like she said, almost like, or like you guys said, almost like having some sort of seizure or something. And that was really weird to me. And it's happened a few times in different, in different dreams and stuff. It doesn't happen often, but it has happened a few times. I don't know what that is or what that means. Like the same, same thing but she was having, like the, the, like the seizures? Yeah, I it, like it feels like I feel like I might be having some type, sort of seizure, but I'm not sure. Like I'm not prone to them, so I don't know. Hmm. That just reminded me of that, so I thought I'd call in and, and say something. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, that's two, definitely some similarities two, there. Two people, same kind of phenomenon. Yeah. Well, from what anyway, I've heard from even people calling in, it's just it's so many people have you know, or see these kind of things way more than I thought. Yeah. If you, yeah. I want to get a group together, right? Like it's people, a lot of people are similar. Yeah. That's cool. Makes sense. All right, man. Hey, we appreciate you calling back in, but uh, we're going to, we're going to see if we can get someone else on the line. Um, and just a little update, Dan, uh, Shannon, our second caller there, uh, messaged into the show with an update. She said, uh, it is normally in new places and at times of stress that these attacks occur. Could be some stress-induced Yeah, that kind of lines up with the the theory on, uh, or at least that's a 
that would be a good recipe to trigger sleep paralysis or like the type of nightmares that line up with sleep paralysis. Yeah, definitely. It's like times of stress can do that. I've experienced sleep paralysis and I don't think I've really had all immense stress as like, I know I had it when I was living in Thailand, but sometimes I get stressed out about teaching and stuff, but you know, um, but yeah, if you moved into a new place and you were under a stress, like that would be a, um, that could be, those are definitely two very strong factors, contributing factors to the, those kinds of episodes. I, I don't know what to tell you, like what to do. I mean, you know, there, I still, there's, I still there's, find there's, it interesting that, that, you know, with some people, they have these, like the scariest dreams I've ever heard of. And then in times of stress, like I, I've never had that experience so i wonder if more people are susceptible to you know maybe it is a thinning of the void of some kind right. i love going down that so, rabbit hole why not subconscious um, you track can travel dimensions you wake up don't you re- usually don't remember your dreams but i'm sure every night you're like having the most vivid crazy dreams but then instantly upon waking up you just can't remember them yeah and every once in a while, maybe you're not maybe you're not supposed to remember. Maybe there's a reason. And then sometimes you do by accident, and then it's a terrifying one. Well, I mean, that's one of the theories about dreams, in a sense, is that sometimes, maybe not all of them, but some of them, you know, people say they are like a subconscious expression of your desires at some points and things like that, which you could say, like, yeah, some of them really are. Some stuff happens in my dreams. I'm like, fuck, yeah, that'd be great. But also there are those type of dreams sometimes where your brain, it's like, it's your brain trying to make sense of the world. Like your, your brain is on 100% of the time. It's always doing stuff. It's always taking in information Mm -hmm. and that information has to be processed at some point. Maybe not, definitely not during the day because you're focusing on your main senses, your sight, smell, taste, all these things. But you know, you're, you're parsing out information throughout the day. And you know, there's those kinds of things where it's like, you know, if you listen to a speech, you might not hear all of it. Right. You'll hear all of it, but you're not listening to all of it. But your brain is actually listening to all of it. And there's like it has to take that information later and process it. So sometimes your dreams can be uh, that's one of the theories is that your dreams are just like organizing information throughout the day. And and that could possibly something like you said, Zell, that if you remembered all your dreams, you'd go fucking crazy because it's just too much. (laughs) Um, Do we have another caller on the line? Uh, we had a quick hang up call back. Oh, quick hang up. Um, we also had a question. It's infamous 19. That's who I was talking about before. He shot us a question saying he heard that by 2030, we're supposed to have supercomputers in our wallpaper toilets that can detect diseases, uh, and absolutely insane tech. What do you guys think about it? <laughs> 2030 doesn't seem that far enough off for for that kind of stuff i know we're we're getting into like you know like credit card flexible screens like credit card thin screens and stuff like that um so uh, you know i don't know why your whole wall couldn't be a screen but i don't and that's what nine years away i mean shit changes pretty fast tech moves really fast i don't think it I bet you they'll have technology that can detect some diseases and stuff, but to be in everyone's wallpaper is not feasible, but doesn't mean they don't have like think 10 years ago was like the dawn of like streaming and like all that stuff. And then in 10 years from now, like I could, the 
digital text gonna like it, it keeps it doesn't the speed not not necessarily keeps doubling all the time, but like the the like the scope of what technology can do is increasing all the time, like in every direction. So, but I don't I don't as far as like in your wallpaper in every house. I don't know, but it doesn't mean they're not going to have tech that can detect some diseases. I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine. Like how would it detect? Like I mean, stool it, samples, Dan. Well, stool yeah, samples. I, I would assume that, but it's like no more okay. pooping in cups. Yeah, but you'd have to like you'd have to run some type of sensor or something like that. Like how would it do it? Would it be like a spectrometer or something inside I mean, the bottom of your toilet to like you're, you know, identify? You're only things, gonna. Or, you're only going to pick up certain diseases from your excrement to begin yeah. with, though, right? It's like, like oh, it's, my God, I got coccidia. Or, yeah, or maybe, it, like, maybe it's like a sensor on the wall. You stand in front of it. It, like, scans, like, 15 different spectrums of light. And, like, oh, this person's got a temperature. Oh, it's... It, have, you're saying have, it puts I light mean, like, into the body? Like, I mean, it could be, like, a, some type of, like, PET scan. You know what I mean? Like, a full-body PET scan yeah. type situation. But that, again, like, that's going to detect tumors and whatnot. Like, I'm... Like... I don't know. I just don't know how, you know, you need to be doing full blood blood panel. You need to be doing CT scan, PET scan. Like how? Well, maybe like, that's what it that is. It's like a, it's a new home appliance. It's just like a stand-up scanner. You step, in, you step into it. It pricks your finger, takes your blood, does every scan imaginable. And then it's like, you're, I mean, you're healthy like, for today. Yeah, but that's going to be in my bathroom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you think about it, like 10 years away. Yeah. Like it's 10 years. That's pretty substantial. But at the same time, like think about how much like the cost is right now for you to go pay for your own MRI. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like how long you have to wait at the hospital to get a fucking MRI here in Canada. Here we yeah, got, there's a we, lot of, there's a lot of cool tech out there, but it, the, the whole thing now is kind of bringing it to the home. So making it affordable, making affordable. it, you know, practical, like there's a lot of cool stuff. If you go to like those, the, those consumer electronics shows, they show all these really cool shit and like a lot of prototypes and things like that. Like they had the, um, what was it that that hasn't really come out? What is it that the magic? It's like magic glass or something. Those those glasses that beam like the the screen like the images directly into your eyeballs. Like that's <laughs> how they do that. it. Oh, yeah. So you don't need a screen. Like it would, it just like it's it sends the light that the, the images directly into your eyes, not like a laser, but like they just like I don't know micro little projectors Lasers. or something like that. But you just need a pair of glasses, and I haven't seen those. That was like supposed to come out like two years ago or something like that. So I don't know. I'll believe it's, it when I see it. I mean, if that comes out, like there, there was know. a good comment, a, good comment about you, uh, big pharma. Is that what you were going to yeah, read from full bottle Cuervo? Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Full bottle Cuervo says like tech like this. He feels that big pharma would put a stop to it. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, man. Like these kind of preventative measures aren't in the best interest well, not, of these pharmaceutical companies. It's not necessarily. It's not necessarily preventative, though. It's it's diagnosing you. It's not curing yeah. you. There's yeah, but more if money you, in that you because know, just, your illnesses oh, aren't going undetected. That's a right? very good like, point. Hey, guess what? You have this. Better start taking it. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. You're that's gonna get scanned, gonna and then you're gonna get a printout of all the fucking medications, the vitamins you need. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I think what? Big Pharma would be more about, uh, more against the, what did they recently do? A couple of places I've seen in medical journals, they've suggested like shifting the like average, like, was it like average, like high blood pressure and like a points for obesity and things like that. Like, I think Big Pharma would be against that because then they wouldn't sell as many like medications for high blood pressure and, and things like that. Like, I think that would probably be something 
they'd be more they against. They need to though. But I like any but type I agree of with Andrew. Body... That's like that's all diagnostic tech. It's like you'd be more you'd be more prone to, to getting medicated if you're like oh, your blood pressure everyone's... been high three days in a row. Like your iron's low. Take this pill from Pfizer, Pfizer, Bear, whatever. What if it's what if it's Pfizer. this? What if it takes your it reads your vitals and it's like you're you're low in this and this. You should this is your diet plan today to keep you healthy. That'd be all preventative. Well, it, it would have to be like not daily. It would have to be. It like wouldn't a tell you. Plan. It, it wouldn't tell you what to eat. It would tell you what pills to take. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, I'm I'm thinking on the optimistic side. This thing's a a machine for the better of humanity to keep you healthy. Like, oh, you're slightly like you're dehydrated. This how much like just get. It's like a personal doctor. My watch already does that, which is kind of cool. Like reads my stress levels and lets me know my hydration and all that shit. How does it well, how does it test you hydration? Your, your fucking Casio Timex watch there. My fucking Garmin VVO4 or whatever the fuck it's, how, how does it is. A, how does a watch test your if you're dehydrated? Um, I think it can sense your tugger, which is your elasticity in your skin. Or like shoots a little laser in there or something? Wrong. Just pinches Maybe. you? Well, it, it, it's, it does my SPO2, reads my heart rate, does my ECG, does everything. It's pretty I don't know what fancy. any of that means. Fancy words. It's not rocket appliances. <laughs> But I don't know. I'm. I could be pulling out of my ass. I'm not sure mm. how it tells me if I'm dehydrated or not. I'd have to look into it. But that's how we do. Like you can do that by pinching your yeah, skin. Yeah, like, you're right. You pinch like between your thumb and stuff, and you can tell if, if it doesn't. If it doesn't have to be. You can do it on the forearm and stuff too. You forever. Can, if it if like you can. It's hard spot. to tell if you're a little bit dehydrated. But if someone's really it like doesn't pull back Severely. at all, right? It just like exactly. Yeah. Sticks there. Yeah. All right. If you're tuning in live, one eight three three seven zero three zero four two four. If you're listening to the podcast version, we're recording these every Sunday. Well, it's been every Sunday. That should continue for a while. 6.30 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube and Twitch. I think now that... Yeah. If you're listening to this now, this podcast is out. But as we're speaking about this, this podcast is technically not released. So it's coming, coming soon if you're watching live. Yeah. Questions in chat? Anything in there? Nothing I've been scanning. Let us know. Uh, you know, we'll talk about any conspiracy topic, UFO, paranormal, cryptid, whatever you want us to discuss. Give us a call or shoot us a question if you don't want to call in. And we will I think discuss it's, it. Uh, I think it's kind of funny that both me and Braden have never had dreams like that, but the way Dan, Dan was explaining it, it makes sense. I think it's just because we're running on fucking autopilot the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, Our brains are like yeah, we're dummies. good. We're fun. Yeah, we made it through the day. Here's good my job. brain. Doop do 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 do. Left foot, right foot. Left foot, right foot. It's working. Just about it. Yeah, you're here. It's like The Simpsons when it goes and there's like the one hamster wheel going. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably, like, if it, if it were something that would happen to me at a regular time, I'd say, yeah, and, Andrew's correct in being like, okay, maybe you need to go to a sleep clinic, you know, talk about, you know, your sleep habits and, and things like that. Um, but I also put a lot of stock in, like, the power of positive thinking, like visualization, like being able to, like, uh, what Siona, when she called in earlier, was kind of trying to do, like, try to psych herself up to be like, you know, you're going to face this thing. But I also feel like it, it, there's a there's a framing that you would have to use. And I, I don't think, like, being aggressive towards these things or these thoughts is, like, the way to go because then that just kind of amplifies the stress that you already have about this thing or what's happening to you you know right 
So I would, I, yeah. for me, it would be something like I, I'm <laughs> when, when I, when I turn off the lights downstairs, yes, I run up the stairs. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking stick around when I turn off the lights. Nothing. You know, I do that stuff too. Nothing but, but bad's going to happen to you dark, if you run. You know. Well, I, I was referring to sleep clinic just because of the seizure activity that she was explaining. I was just like, that's bizarre. That seems, It'd be interesting yeah. to see if she's actually having some type of like nocturnal tremors or you know, seizure activity. Sure, yeah. That's, if you're having like physical, like if you were having, if yeah. it were affecting you physically like that, that's something you should definitely get checked out. Um, but also if, if it's something that you feel is just more of like a, a psychological thing or a spiritual thing, uh, you know, uh, for me, I'm always like, you know, Sienna says she's afraid of the dark. I, I, I used to be Everyone afraid of the dark when I was a kid. afraid of the dark. You know? A little bit. And, and there's, yeah, there's a little bit because it is a primal fear. It is what has kept you alive as a human, is what kept our species alive as a human to be, you know, somewhat wary of the dark, you know? But at some point, it's kind of being like, you know, if you're in bed and, you know, if I'm freaking out, I kind of sit there and I think about, well, it's dark, but there's 10,000 suns in the sky right now. You know, there's a million in the form of stars, but they're all suns. So it's like, you know, maybe it's not that dark, you know, embrace it. Think about it for a second. Stop and think and relax. And then it usually puts, you know, that'll put me out if I'm ever or lay my fears. Cause sometimes I get creeped out when I, there, there's a fan, there's a standing fan in the, in the corner of my room. And, uh, usually I turn on when it gets hot and that thing freaks me out every single time I'm cutting eyes at that fan all the time because I think it's something standing in the corner of my room, even when I know it's a fan. <laughs> Hmm. two to three times a night maybe like when i'm really freaked out or i've just watched a ghost show or something that's, that's creeped me out i will i know i wake up and i look at that thing and i'm like is it is it is it and you know, i wear glasses my eyesight isn't that great and like so if i have my glasses off i can't see shit it's just a blurry you know oh, big-headed thing that's... standing in the in the corner of my room and i'm like did it move did it move that's a whole new element to being <laughs> fucking scared in your bed can't see it's like not being able to see that's fucking scary that i would be shitting my pants so normally i'm, I'm like i'm that. like i'm it's fine like i'm just like okay i'm going to close my eyes and just listen and if i don't hear anything then i go to bed <laughs> it's like it can only stand still for so long if it's mm. if it's moving i'm gonna hear it <laughs> I don't but, know, man. Um, if I hear anything, I have to go do a fucking, I have to go do a walk around. I got to do a house sweep too. I have to every time I grab something, I grab my bed under my bed and I do a little fucking walk around. Check under the, check under the beds, couch, around the couches, around the corners. Terrified the whole time. See, that's, you have, oh, yeah. there's nothing wrong with doing that because nothing bad's going to happen. But if you don't do the check, then you get then murdered. You get, I'm not sleeping. Boogeyman. So you have to, yeah, I'm not you're sleeping just asking the boogeyman to show up. Yeah, do the Listen, do the I'm going to get murdered standing up like with my bat confronting this thing, not like in my bed. Not a chance. There's no way. I'm going to die crying like a bitch standing there holding my weapon <laughs> as opposed to dying in bed. Better. On some yeah, level. I refuse to. I can't do that. Chip the cat, Rar, uh, asked, what are our thoughts on near-death experiences? Oh, it's a good one. Like when people like people who see the light or they go somewhere and come back that kind of near-death experience that we're talking about yeah i i mean i would like to hear from some people who have had near-death experiences mm -hmm. um to really get their thoughts on it um because i mean i've heard i've heard of a few and and whatnot um but you know with what we know is like 
the brain dumps a whole bunch of DMT in those times of stress, right? Like it's naturally producing. So it's like you're essentially like high as a fucking kite. When you're about, the, when you're about to go. It's trying to calm you down and let you yeah. embrace what's happening. I, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not discrediting what people think because you're still perceiving reality. Like you're still perceiving our reality. Ooh, fucking crazy ones tonight. It's fun. That cat one freaked me out. It did. Oh, the smiling, the freaky cat, the shadow person cat. I can't get that image out of my head. Get me. Poor Jason Derulo. He had to do that movie. I like Jason Derulo. <laughs> Why Jason Derulo, he's a musical artist, R&B, R&B artist. What does he sing? Yeah. And dances. No, what does he sing? Oh, he sang that song. Oh, it was a while back. He did uh, Solo. Remember that song? That was pretty big for like a second. He's done a couple other ones that probably... He did... Um, there's one song called Swalla. That's pretty good. That was a pretty <laughs> what, big one. What does this have to do with... What are you talking about right now? Oh, it's talking Jason, about the Catman. Uh, Jason Derulo was an actor and he was in the uh, the Cats movie. Oh. And, that um, was, and so it was, was Idris Elba. bomb, right? Like, yeah. It was brutal. Oh, shit, uh, yeah. Taylor jo- T-Swift in there too, right? Joe Branston sure. on YouTube Fucking commented uh, about the last caller asking that, you know, maybe if she dated an army captain, maybe it's uh, MK Ultra aspect. Oh, some type oh, of shit. program. Some sort of, uh, you know, something going on that uh, we don't know about. But interesting. It was, yeah, honestly, like, yeah, write, write that memoir. Write that down. Yeah, write that all down. It doesn't matter if you don't think people are going to believe you. If that stuff's happening to you, hey, on this write show, it, write it down. We're open to hear all stories yeah, with no get, judgment. Get a get a memoir going. Like, who knows, right? You may might have people with very similar experiences. Uh, Especially, I mean, you're not wrong. Like a memoir, or even if you, I would suggest even if you're having think or think that you're having memory problems or memory lapses, keeping a diary might actually be helpful in some way. Like you wanted to start keeping a diary or something like that. I know it's, I don't, I don't know anybody who actually keeps a diary, but it would probably be helpful. Like I I would think. I do notes, not diaries per se, but notes of thoughts. Suppose as far as I ever go, Zelly's shit list. Yeah, yeah. My targets, <laughs> yeah. My targets. You might you, all the you times might I've been it, slighted. In diary, you'll read for a reason yeah. that why you put your you know your, your bedspread inside the freezer. Yeah, that's yeah, bizarre. Possibly Maybe you thought it was too hot or something, and then you wanted to put it in there. And well, that that part that part sounds like a like a sleepwalking thing because yeah, that's what I was thinking. But the cuts and the like the toenails being extracted, the burns. Burn I was the like. Neck. That's, that's weird. That's like almost some abduction level stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, like the makeup and stuff and those things I could chalk up to some sort of sleep. You know, you're not really. Oh, there's so many stories kind of, of people of, like put filling the oven with clothes or like just weird stuff on doing sleep, like doing while you're sleepwalking. But but the, yeah, not pulling your own toenails off perfectly where there's not like it's not a mess. Yeah. Strange. Uh, Interesting. No more callers. Well, we're giving a two, right. a two minute warning. We're giving a two minute warning. Two, mi- two minute warning before the lines two are cold. Minute, I should get a little air horn. Two minute warning before end of the show. It's fun. It's fun though. This show. We're gonna, let's talk about it after it's done. But uh, when we're gonna do the official release for the first bunch of episodes. 
Oh, yeah. Probably sooner than Soon. later. Yeah, let's get it out. They're building up. Let's get them out. They're building out. So if you're listening to this now, it's officially out. But if you listen to it live, you're ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah. Pre-fans. Yep. <laughs> um, well, let's wrap this one up. I don't think anyone else is going to call. I know you said two-minute warning, but... All right. That's it for Cosmic Channels this week. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed. <laughs>